I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 128 of Back in the Closet with the Crazy Cat Ladies. Guys, this is possibly, I think it is, in history, the most exciting podcast we've ever done because it's all about you guys and you communicating with your pets. We are joined by two of our dear friends, Karen and Meredith from the Animal Communication Collective, and they are professional animal communicators, and they have so generously offered to come on to our podcast here and help you guys communicate with your animals, cats, dogs, horse, goat, whatever. Oh my gosh. So many. They know it all. I'm seeing so many people jump on. This is so exciting. We have been on butterflies all day long. To get this thing started, we don't want to waste any more time talking. To get this thing started, let's do a quick intro of each of you two for anyone that hasn't met you guys yet, and then kind of explain how this is going to go so we can all just dive right in. This is so exciting. Karen, let's start with you. Okay. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to be here with you guys tonight. And um, I'm Karen Dendy-Smith. I am a soul-level animal communicator, a soul-level intuitive coach. Qigong and energy person and I have been in Chinese medicine background and I've been doing all of this stuff for 22 years. Animal communication is the newest part of my repertoire I guess and um, been doing that for about four years now with my partner in crime here that way Meredith. Um, Also together we are the directors of the Animal Communication Collective for all of you folks out there who are attached to rescue shelters. We also do nonprofit fundraising work for animal through animal communication for the shelters. But tonight, it's about all of you mamas and papas of fur babies. And we are going to be trying to take questions from you um, and give you the answers and connection with your babies, whether they are alive or in spirit. So we're very excited to be doing this. And I'm going to let Meredith explain it even a little bit more. Hi, I'm Meredith Dees Tolleson. I am also a soul-level animal communicator, a soul-level intuitive coach. Um, I am certified in... Um, animal Reiki, the Let Animals Lead method. I am a dog trainer specializing in behavior, and I also have a full-time job that's not involved with any of those things. But this is my passion. This is what I love to do. Um, I love working with Karen. We love working with Adrian and Jay. We're super excited to be here. We're going to try and give you guys a, a, a neat little experience with some mini animal communication readings. Um, we're going to be taking questions out of the chat. We want to tell you a little bit how this works. We will connect in with your animal. All we need to know about your animal, all we prefer to know about your animal is your animal's name, gender, species, and whether they're alive or in spirit. We don't want any more information than that. Um, We want to be sure the information we're getting is coming directly from your animal and that we're not being influenced in any way by any information you've already provided to us. Um, We'll also have the opportunity to ask one question. So be thinking about what animal you want to connect with and what question you want to ask. And maybe you'll be one of the lucky folks to get snatched out of the chat and get a reading this evening. I and, love so, it. and just to like for ground rules, everybody, what Meredith just said, think about it this way. Name, species, gender, alive or in spirit, and then question. Put it all in one chat together because if your chat goes by and we don't have all that together, we can't hone in on you and give you the answer to your question. Basically. So in the comments right now yeah so everyone be thinking we just need the name the mm-hmm. species the gender if they are alive or in spirit 
and one question that you would like right. an answer to. And she's about to post it right. Meow. Oh, okay. and we're going to have to put on my glasses so I can see. Put on my glasses. Put on my glasses. So, okay. so yeah, so it's very, very clear here. We already have, oh, we've, uh, we've already first. got one. Let's talk to Samantha, Samantha. here. Right. So this says, Teddy, male, alive, and he's a domestic short hair cat. How does he feel about me as his pet parent? Okay, Teddy. Okay, I just heard him say, Mom, you rock. Just like that. You rock, Mom. What are you getting there? Um, he's telling me that he really likes physical contact with you. It feels like he likes to be brushed or combed um, and mm -hmm. scratched behind his ears. He really enjoys that time connecting with you and not just... Um, not just for fun. He wants that to be almost a meditative practice that you connect together. Mm -hmm. And he says, um, just so you know, I'm protecting your heart. So he really watches over you and he really, he knows you have a very sensitive heart, he tells me, and he's really trying to keep um, some care of you and he really loves you. So just know that he's a little bit a heart protector for you, whatever that means for you. It's funny while you're saying that, Karen, I see ears pricked up, perked up and eyes like, um, you know, like one of those paintings that follows you as you walk around the room. And he's telling me that he is constantly on duty, if you will, not on duty. He does not consider this um, a, a, a something that he has to do. This is something he wants to do. He's watching out for you. He's listening for you. Um, he's making sure that he's aware of all of the surroundings. And that does feel like sort of a protection um, something that he wants to do for you to keep you safe and sound. Does that make sense? It's hard to get feedback here. Isn't it? I know. Yes. So Samantha, if that makes sense, when you answer, we would love feedback. So Samantha, when you, when you, if you give us feedback, just say Teddy's mom. Yes. What you said about him protecting me makes sense. Does that make sense? Oh, Samantha? <laughs> yeah. that we'll find out. Yes, we, will. we will. Okay. Um, ladies, are Wait, you ready? Is that, We're is ready that... for another one. Yes. Okay. okay. Because Madison's here with Tommaso. Okay. And Madison. it is her male cat and he is alive named Tommaso. Okay. What can we do to help him? Okay. I'm feeling a, a punch in the top of my gut. A, um, like getting butterflies in your stomach or that um, that feeling you get when you pass a police officer and you're going way too fast and you know it, a little bit of nervous energy right mm -hmm. in the top of my stomach. I'm wondering if he has some sort of physical ailment that you're concerned about, or um, to me, it feels a little bit more like um, some anxiety, some uncertainty. I see yep. him peeking out from under a sofa with just his little nose. I saw him hiding too. And so he's, um, He's telling me he's very sensitive boy. He's a very sensitive nervous system. Um, he, yeah, he's very sensitive to sound. He makes me feel like, and he really wants a very calm space if possible. Um, the way that you might be able to help him and you, you ladies can talk about this as well, but definitely adding some cat calm into his food because he feels like he's really, um, he needs some calming down. You might even need something a little bit stronger, like a rescue remedy or 
um, even like a pheromone spray to help calm him down. But he definitely is looking for spaces where he can feel covered and protected without having to completely hide all the time. Mm -hmm. So I hope that makes sense, Matt, Madison, and helping Tommaso. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's going through some stuff. Right he's now. been yeah, yeah, he's been Has going he? through stuff and, yeah. yeah, and and it's been uh, difficult for him to for them to get him to eat. When uh, he that's the stomach thing we're feeling. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Yep. Okay. Um, we've got Christine here. Chai is the name. It's a cat, female, in spirit. Would like to know if she's still if she's still sending healing to me. Oh, oh, Christiane. First of all, I'm sorry for your loss. Even though it's been a year, I'm sure it feels like it was yesterday sometimes. So we understand how the, our babies take a piece of our, your hearts with them for sure. So we're just going to give me a second. If Meredith, if you're getting something you can start, I'm going to check in with Chai and see what she wants to say. Yeah, I see Chai wrapping you, Christine, in like the biggest, softest, fluffiest pink blankie. Um, the kind of blankie that little babies have and you touch it and you're like, why don't they make things this soft big enough for grownups? And she's just enveloping you in that. And it's almost like a little mist around you that I see um, as if that is her energy. Also, also um, offering a little bit of relief and it's almost smells like eucalyptus or something like, like it's opening everything up in you. Yeah. And um, she said to me, I'm still tingling the top of your head. So I don't know what that means to you, but if you're feeling like tingles on the top of your head, she tells me she's trying to like soothe you in some way by sending things through the crown, your crown chakra in your head. I'm feeling a little shortness of breath in myself mm -hmm. and it's bringing me back to this eucalyptus thing, like a dehumidifier, almost essential oils in the air, but it feels very spa like and feels like this, this calmness, this comfort, this self-care. I'm hearing self-preservation, but it feels more like self-care, stopping long enough to do things that are pleasant for yourself. She is giving you those um, those ideas and that support because it feels like maybe you're not that, it, you're not, you don't like to stop and do things for yourself. You take better care of other people than you do of yourself. So she's giving you some healing in that way and opening up some sort of space in your, in your breathing. Yeah. I love that. And I'm sorry, I did mispronounce your name. I think it's Christiane. I will probably mispronounce everybody's name because that's what I do. I'm so sorry about that. Christiane, gotcha. Um, okay. Are we ready? Yes. This is a great one. Heather, our sister wife here. Indu, Asian oh. elephant, female and alive. What could we do to help you be happier? Oh my goodness. Okay. I need a minute for this one. <laughs> okay. Indu. I immediately see hay and peanuts. And I know that's kind of a stereotypical elephant thing, but she, she likes her food and um, she definitely wants to feel like she's not having to compete with anyone or anything for her food. I see wide open space, wide open space. And, um, I'm seeing her with bracelets stacked up her arm 
and it feels like maybe she was in captivity and perhaps shackled or chained. And now she wants to just wear beautiful bangles up to her elbows. And she shows me dancing with her bangles very exotically. Um, and for me, when I, when I asked her, what can we do to help you be happier? Um, she feels to me like she's mourning someone. Like, I don't know if it's a baby or a younger elephant. She feels to me like she's mourning the loss of another elephant. And so really talking to her, acknowledging her grief, I think, is, is partially something that you could do to help her. Um, she definitely, like Mara said, she feels like she's been through a lot in her life. Um, and need some peace and calm. Um, she also showed me like having some, like a watering hole space where she can kind of kind of bathe and clean herself and, and soothe herself with some water, like a watering hole. Does that make sense to, to you guys? Do you got, do, ladies, do you know who this is? We don't know. We don't know Hindu. Okay. No, but, um, uh, but Heather cares for many um, many animals all at the, all the animals at the at the Arizona uh, Zoo. Okay. Could I have one thing for Indu? Mm -hmm. You know those back scratchers, like big long things that have the little claw on the end, and you scratch your backs. She's showing me a rake, like literally a rake, and someone standing beside her, scratching her on the back of her neck, like. Um, wow. And she's saying that she would love to have some sort of affection like that. Um, that she imagines herself in a um, to have an emotional relationship with her with her keepers, like any of us might have with a cat or a dog, and so she really wants like some some rubbing, loving, touching type of physical contact yeah, as that. much as you can have with an elephant. I love it. If anybody can, it's Heather. It is. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so Marissa says, Obi, male, cat, alive. How can I make you feel at home? Okay, I immediately saw having a high perch. Mm -hmm. Like his own high perch so that he can stay, from his perspective, out of the fray. And it looks like the perch is more in the corner of the room and not out in the middle where he feels like somebody could come around and surprise him. Are you picking up, Mary? Hmm. I, I, I'm seeing an image of a, a blanket, like his own stuff. Seems like there may have been some competition for space and, mm -hmm. and things, and he sort of wants his own space. And I'm seeing a door opening and closing. So I was asking him, are you telling me you want your own room and you want to be in there by yourself? Or are you saying you want the door open and um, you can come and go as you please? And it's come and go as I, as I please mm -hmm. um, within the house. Um, yeah, being able to remove himself when he feels the desire to be alone and choose to be with. He wants it his way is exactly what he <laughs> wants. Surprise, cat, right? <laughs> Obi. Obi is very special. He is. Is he? Oh. Yeah, and they. Um, do you guys have any more with Obi, or because I or I don't want to give you too much information. But we know something <laughs> we about know. Obi. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I'm good. I'm good I'm with good. Obi. He's yeah. he's he's being very private with me right now. He's like, I'll tell you when I want to tell you. Okay. Yeah. They so they uh, actually just recently, Marissa's husband's in the um, in the military, mm -hmm. and they recently made a move to Spain, like within like oh. a week, um, and so okay. brought the pets with them, and um, and Obi's amazing. But I imagine that that kind of move is that kind of confinement is why he would like some open doors. Yeah. yeah. And he definitely was very clear about wanting his own perch, his own space, is in a corner where he can purvey, you know, like watch the room yeah. and feel like he has control of what's happening in his space. Yeah. Uh, that sounds that like makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Julie Walburn. Julie. Russell, male, dog, alive. Is his current treatment helping? And is there anything we can do? Okay. So heart warmer. Okay. Uh, yeah, I forget. I you can read it. I was like, is that too much information? <laughs> Maybe no, I won't. no, no, that's okay. So he has a heart murmur yes. and his, his current treatment helping him. Okay, Russell. Karen, this is totally your jam. You're... So, okay. He feels, um, he feels like he could use a little bit more support in the quality of his actual blood. So, what does that equate to? I'm not a, first of all, we're saying on, on recording here, I'm not a vet. I have a background in Chinese meridians and some medicine, but I'm not a vet, so I'm not prescribing anything. But that said, his, the quality of his blood feels a little sluggish and maybe because of the way the heart is pumping, but there's something about getting some richer organ meat. And if you're not already doing that, um, some richer organ meat into his system and helping the quality of his blood bring back some amino acids into his blood. So I don't know what they're doing with him, but that's one thing. And also a little bit to something to strength, help him with his immune system. Cause I'm feeling the back of my head in the back of your head where the medulla is, and it kind of, it governs the, the immune system um, and just helping the immune system move things out of the blood. So Eastern or medicine herbs, something like that to support whatever the current treatment is that he's on would be helpful to move, keep the blood flowing, keep the blood moving. But Pam would be good at testing yeah. that for. Mm -hmm. Jules will talk. Yeah. Yeah. We got another resource. Um, good. Okay. Yeah. For like finding the specific herb right. that would be best. Yep. Um, okay. Um, Pat says Mickey exotic short hair, hair, male in spirit. Were you confused when you left so suddenly? Okay. Okay, so Mickey. I'm not feeling confusion. I'm um I'm not even feeling necessarily surprise, but I am feeling a a little bit of um like knew it was coming, but a little unexpected, a little caught off guard, a little caught off guard, but not at all confused. Um, seemed to really have an understanding of what was happening. Um, and for me, what he showed me was not so much confusion when he left his body so suddenly, but more like first I'm this way and now I'm this way. 
So meaning first I feel physically myself and then I feel like, I don't know what happened to Mickey, but it feels like something just went dark. But then he, he popped out and he was like, oh, now I'm this. So it was more the experience of going from one way of existing to his, just his spirit existing and going, oh, okay. So, so this is how it's going to be. <laughs> so this is how we are now. This is how yeah. I am now. Um, yeah, I agree. It, it, it doesn't feel like a surprise, but it's kind of, I think mm -hmm. what you're saying, Karen, it's kind of like, oh, I, I, okay. Okay. You know, but taking a minute to register that is what mm -hmm. it felt like to me, but also, not a surprise and not upsetting. He's more worried that I think Pat, I think he, you were, you're more upset. You were the, you were very, he's showing me that you were very emotional and he want, he wanted to be able to console you until I'm still, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Like that's, that's the energy that I'm feeling from him when he was out of his body, seeing you, it was more like, Oh my God, I need to tell him I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. So, mm. um, notice, notice if you just feel something on your legs at some point, Mickey makes me feel like, trying to kind of warm up your legs or sit on your legs a little bit to make you realize that he still exists, even though not in the body. And I feel that around my ankles. Do you like feel weaving, yeah. weaving. In fact, I have little kind of chill bumps up and down my, my calves right now. Um, pay, pay attention because he will continue to comfort you from the other side. And he definitely wants you to know that he's okay. I'm okay. I love this. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, you guys are like almost making us cry here. Um, ARH says, Tina, cat, female, alive. Is she happy? Okay, Tina. Why don't we ask her a little bit differently, Karen? Yep. Why don't we okay. ask her um, how she feels about, about her life? Let's open it up a little bit more because yeah. the yes or no doesn't give us a whole lot of room right. to um, right. to get much information from her. Mm -hmm. In terms of contentment, I see long cats stretched out um, on a, a beautiful rug in front of a French door in a huge sunbeam. That yawning and stretching and ugh. so she looks pretty darn content to me right right this minute in this imagery and she makes me feel like there's a lot of quiet time for her and that you're actually more concerned with her solitude than she is um so i, I i'm not sure if that's if you feel worried that you have to leave her alone during the day or, or periods of time but she's actually fine with it so whatever she makes me feel like you're worried about her solitude or her being kind of alone or separate from you, but she says she's fine. That feels so right, Karen. I immediately heard her say when you started talking, I don't <laughs> want a puppy. I don't want a puppy. Um, yeah, she kind of likes having this sunbeam stretching out, not being bothered by by anyone else that does feel that does feel very right mm -hmm. so no puppy. Okay. 
Okay. No puppy. That's very specific. No puppy. <laughs> Laura Lee uh, said Bodie, male, Maine Coon mix, cat, alive. Why does he seem withdrawn here lately? Okay. Bodie, male, Maine Coon cat, withdrawn. Okay. So Bodie, I'm going to, I'm just saying, I want to ask Bodie what's happening for him right now that he, seems withdrawn to Laura, to Laura Lee. I feel in my body a discomfort in my, in my tailbone. Um, and I'm feeling a little digestive unrest that, um, would make me want to stay home. <laughs> um, it, I'm just feeling discomfort across my hips and in my abdomen and lower belly. Not a pain, just an awareness. I feel like some, like I have a little bit of a tension headache too. Maybe it's tied to what you're saying, Meredith, but. Um, He feels like something has shifted in his system a little bit and he's trying to regulate himself with some shifting that's going on in his system. He makes me feel like he's got a little bit of a headache from it. Um, might not be a bad idea to just get a little blood test on him and just make sure all his levels are okay. Um, While I keep taking my glasses on and off, um, I will say my vision just blurred a little bit too. Um, I could feel that headache as Karen was talking about it. And it made me want to squint um, in the sunlight. Mm -hmm. There may be a little vision changing going on or a sensitivity to bright light is, is almost what it feels like. Mm -hmm. I always vote for if a cat is withdrawing all of a sudden, it means they're chilling. They're trying to soothe themselves from some sort of discomfort. That's just my knowledge of cats. And I'm sure you guys know that too. So if that's happening and you're noticing he's really hiding and being withdrawn, I would definitely bring him to a vet and just get his levels tested and everything and make sure everything there is okay. Perfect. Thank you. I hope that helps, Lorley. Well, we'll need an update. Yes. Yep. Mary, Sprite cat, past July 30th. Um, Sprite is male. Sprite male cat. Was he happy yes. with me? Was he happy, yes, oh, me. was he happy with me, yes. I was yeah. like, what a recent loss, Mary. I'm, I'm sorry yeah. for, for Sprite. Okay, Mary, let's see what does Sprite want to tell us about his passing. So I'm thinking, first of all, he's, he's, I can feel him around you. And he says, I'm sorry, you're sad. He doesn't want you to be sad. Um, I'm definitely feeling like something might, may have been going on in the middle of his body. I'm feeling it from my rib cage, like slightly below my rib cage in the middle of my body. Um, I'm itchy all over, all of a sudden. 
scratching, scratching. Um, feels an allergy, something I don't know. Um, Sprite Fairy Tinkerbell. I went to Tinkerbell, um, flying around Peter Pan and and giving the Tinkerbell advice and the fairy dust and all of that. Um, it feels like he's still sort of learning his way on the other side out of body. This is a very recent loss. Um, and it sort of takes a little while to adjust to what does it feel like now that I don't have a body, but I definitely see him sprinkling, sprinkling Tinkerbell fairy dust around you and feeling your sadness, but trying to give you something to, um, to notice, to not feel so sad. There are no rules to grief. Do it however you need to do it, mm -hmm. but just know that he's going to be there sprinkling his little fairy dust around you. And I actually hear him purring, like as if he were sitting on my chest and purring. Um, he says he loves you very much and he was very happy with you. He knows, he said the, the, the key thing here is he knows that you loved him and that's what was important to him. So, um, He's like, please stop worrying. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm with Sprite. Mary can't be sad too long. We need to give you a big hug. She has the best yeah. laugh in the entire world. She has in like all the, the laugh. She has the healing laugh. Yeah. Mary has when she oh. laughs, she just heals the world. Oh. Um, okay, Jody, uh, ginger, feline, female, tabby. In spirit, what does she need to tell me? Okay, Ginger. What does Ginger what what do you need, need to, to know me? about the lessons that Ginger is Okay, I just heard speak up for yourself, Jody. Ginger wants you to speak to feel that you that you have the power to speak up for yourself. It's okay to say how you feel. Um she says you 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 tend to hold things very close to the vest in here, um, and worried about everyone else. And she wants you to let it out, like almost like I'm seeing her like a little lion saying, "Let it out!" Like let it out, ah, ah. like the, like a little kitten roar, like. Rawr. <laughs> and I see a visual image of a, an extremely determined little girl on a swing pumping her legs, pumping her legs to see how high she can swing. And in her mind, she actually wants to swing and flip up over the bars and come back around. Um, she has a goal. She's very determined. She wants to work very hard. Um, she doesn't completely believe that she can swing as high as she wants to. So maybe there's a question of trusting yourself that would go along with the ability to be able to speak up and and um, honor, honor your truth. And she also wants you to know, and I don't know what this means. You'll know, hopefully know what this means. I'm safe. I'm safe in spirit. So whatever that means, she wants you to know I'm safe. I just keep hearing I'm safe. Tell her I'm safe. I'm safe. There you go. I love that. Oh. Adrian's over here crying. Is Adrian crying yet? Oh, Adrian, I'll give you a hug, Adrian. She's always crying. She's always crying. So that's why I'm that's doing beautiful. all the talking today. <laughs> okay, Rachel. Aww. 
Um, Whiskers, male, tuxedo, in spirit. What happened to you and where did you go? Oh, okay. I'm translating what happened to you as how did you, how did you pass? Okay. I feel, and I don't know if this is metaphor, if he really did run away, but there's something about him leaving. Um, like he slipped away or he got out or um, when somebody was away. Like he... So as everyone is probably starting to figure out, I get a lot of random visuals. <laughs> and, and what I'm seeing now is literally a man in a fine tuxedo um, dancing on the Titanic. Um, and the words that I'm hearing that are going along with this were it was a grand old time. Having a ball, doing something he was really, really enjoying and um, it didn't turn out quite like anyone expected. But I'm also hearing yep. that it was such a fine time that he has no regrets about it. Yep. And I'm hearing I did it my way. I went out the way I wanted to go out. Um, something about disconnecting from wherever he was living and knowing it was his time to leave so I don't know what that means to you, Rachel, but there's something about him feeling like it was time, it was his time to leave and go on his journey. And it did end with him passing away. I feel like something happened to him when he was outside. But he kind of knew he was leaving. He, he In some way, I feel like what he's telling me is he knew it was his time to go. I'm seeing like the outdoors, I'm seeing some trees, some, some woods, and him going so so you know that he he chose to leave and for what it's worth i think this is something that might be comforting to lots of us mm -hmm. out there who have had animals in this situation um sometimes they'll make that choice they'll choose to step away because they know that they're leaving and um they do that to protect us there are some of us who will go to extremes to try and keep them alive or around when we know it's it's their time to go and they'll do this they'll give us this mm -hmm. gift so that we don't have to make those difficult decisions i don't know that i said that very well did that make sense karen you know what i'm trying to say yes i do you did very well meredith from oh, my perspective <laughs> But I'm sorry, Rachel, that that happened. I feel like that I can feel the kind of the wondering that is with you because of it. The very last thing I hear is that he didn't do this to hurt you. Like yeah. I never meant to hurt you is what I'm hearing. Um, but it was a grand adventure. Adrian just reached into the um, <laughs> into the dirty clothes hamper and grabbed a, a, a dirty piece of cloth to wipe her face. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I just had to throw it out there. Everybody. Oh okay. All right. Dana, Jasper, okay. Pat, male, alive. What can I do to ensure he's happy and content? Play. 
<laughs> I didn't even, he, I didn't get that. And he's like batting at something. He's batting at shit. Going, play, play, play. And he's like grabbing at stuff in the air. So play, it was like, boof. <laughs> right on target. Cause I had a view master, <laughs> you know, the, where the pictures change, yeah. trampoline, swimming pool, swing set, but playground, jungle gym, monkey bars. Yeah. Um, yeah, he feels like he has some energy mm -hmm. and he, um, if you don't have one, build him a staircase because he wants to run up and down that staircase, <laughs> high up shelves, yeah. jumping off of things. He, um, I'm seeing a cape like he can jump and he can fly through the air like a flying squirrel. Um, play, play in every way possible. Yeah. And meat <laughs> treats. Not just treat, meat treats. Right. So like free, really good freeze dried pieces of meat. <laughs> as treats he's like treats i think another kind that makes jay roll her eyes not all those job. added ingredients but yeah. plain freeze-dried good oh. raw meat treat <laughs> yes okay there are so uh, many oh in God, here so i'm trying I'm overwhelming to... Just to see all these questions yeah well, we can do a couple more i've yeah. seen a few people go by and confirm what we were saying though and that's awesome yeah to see well, too i think um yeah, i'm trying to scroll it, down and see and then I scroll know, back so up many. and get <laughs> yeah, the woman who had ginger confirmed that what we were saying about her speaking up yes is well, and i want to i, wanna, I think was asking I, about contacting you guys yeah i was going to say i, I want to uh put out here because uh, some of you guys were asking how can they uh, contact both of their links to their websites are in the description here both right. on facebook and youtube so you guys can click that to get to uh, uh communicate with them directly or book your own session. If we, if we miss you or you want a longer session, you want to know more about your babies. Yeah. Um, okay. Here we go. Amy. Amy. Daisy May. I just love that name. Such a great name, Amy. Yes. A live poodle mix. What happened with the previous owner? Oh. Okay. What do we need to know no. about Daisy May's life before she came to live with Amy? Right. That's important for Amy to know. That will help Amy. She's okay. So what she's telling me is she need she really wants she's turning into like the present for me. But what she's telling me, Amy, is the calmer and softer a voice you use with her, the better. Um, she needs very suit to me. What she's showing me is more. And actually, you I think you already do this. You're very gentle with her. You speak softly to her. She really appreciates that. She makes me feel like she's a little bit of a, a nervous energy, maybe to louder noises. I feel like there may have been some loud noises in her past that made her jump. I'm actually being drawn to being in a home with a, a medical, a pretty serious medical condition and there was equipment and machines and um, maybe even a hospital bed, things that made unnatural noises and everyone seemed a little sad and um, maybe a little frightened, but then lots of people in and out that, mm -hmm. that um, she wasn't comfortable with because whenever anyone came in and out, it made a lot of noise. Yeah, I'm seeing the in and out and the loud noises as well. So um, <laughs> I'm smelling something delicious. 
you know, maybe <laughs> back to my misting diffuser. Um, and, and I'm hearing soft classical music playing in the background, you know, more like a, a, a piano concerto rather than Tchaikovsky, you know, um, dim lighting, lots of soothing, quiet, slow moving things. Yeah. And I feel like what she's making me feel is like, she felt like she was in the way before with whatever was going on. I'm not picking that part up. Meredith is, but I am picking up. She felt, I feel like she felt like maybe she was more in the way and more of a burden. And so she really wants to feel connected to you, Amy, and make sure, and although she already is telling me that you do this, but um, just being very supportive of her and making her feel like she's important, she says, because um, in doing so, you actually get to look at your own self and your own view of your own self and that you actually are important realizing you're important to yourself, her trauma, her anxiety, whatever it is that's going on with her brings out in you this realization that it's, it, you have to be very gentle and caring of her, but also you can bring it back to yourself. More of a soul level lesson there. That's, I hope that's, that's helpful, I mean. Amy. What was that what? last part you said? <laughs> I think that's good. I think we got that one. I got yeah. that. Yeah, I got that. I got, I got stuck on the comments. Um, <laughs> anything good in the con? Well, anything you want to yeah, share? Yes, yes, confirming and okay. so many, and, and now confirming with Adrian. Everybody's making Adrian feel better. It's okay. I'm crying too, Adrian. <laughs> so this, I love this community. So it's all so good. I know. Though. We have this such a beautiful so community. Beautiful. I love the cat community. I have to say, when we're doing this, most of the time, the animals in some way kind of feed us so much information. It's in a way protecting us from us getting all emotional as well, because we have to do a lot of energy management yeah, to I don't deliver know. these kinds of messages. It's yeah. very, we, they, it's funny how they protect us because we're sharing their messages and they want to make sure those messages get across. So in a lot of ways, they make us feel very soothed by delivering the messages, even when they're hard to deliver. That's so, I mean, I, I just think it's so wonderful that, the spirits, but also like just you two and yeah. everything that you do, like the fact the that, energies. you know, like you're feeling something in your stomach and pain and like not necessarily pain, but discomfort around your abdomen and you're feeling it like a headache. I'm like, Oh God, I would never want to do this. <laughs> like <laughs> that's gotta be hard, you know, uh, cause you're feeling it, but they're so you saying that they're so soothing to you that they're protective mm -hmm. of. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're very clear when we start to ask, we set an intention and ask them to show me the information, tell me the information in a way that I can understand to not understand as in translate, but in a way that I can say to the person that we're reading, here's what's happening here. Fortunately, the headache doesn't stay. <laughs> the pain in my tailbone goes away, um, but it is very protective. They are so grateful to have an opportunity to give their gifts that they don't yeah. make us feel that pain in that way, even though it's emotional. Yeah. yeah. It's and, and, and especially the way that Meredith and I both read, we both set and, and animal, all animal communicators, all psychic intuitive people do 
how they do their thing differently. But for us, we really set an intention of we really are asking spirit and and divine source to protect us all as we're doing this and that we're asking for the the information that's going to be for somebody's best and highest good so that it continues to evolve and heal their heart and soul. So when we start readings like this, we really ask for that support and that protection even before we start reading. Mm -hmm. And that way we're receiving the information that is for the greatest and highest Mm -hmm. good of all connected and nothing bad can come through. You know, there's not anything scary happening. There Mm -hmm. can be emotional and there can be hard messages, but it's all for the best, all for the greatest. Yeah. I have to say Jody is confirming uh, that, everything you said about ginger was spot on uh dana said oh my god you have no clue so spot on he loves to play in his food driven with just right let's do if 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 we we have your permission a couple more yes sure oh yes yeah yeah yeah. i'm seeing amy saying that the former owner was in hospice (gasps) oh wow oh wow wow amy that's a lot yeah wow oh my god I, I love your girl so much. Uh, okay, so I, I want I, uh, I want Trisha. I want I want you to guys to answer Trisha's. Just I just want to say this: okay. because Trisha was our first inter- introduction to animal communication. She was the one that gifted us when we lost oh. her suddenly. She's the one that gifted us with the animal communication session, which was our first time ever getting into this. So I'm glad that she's here. We love you, Trisha. We hardly ever see you anymore. We miss your face, but uh, you. she's here. Uh, Melody, female cat and alive. Any messages for me? Great. Well, first of all, thank you, Tricia. (laughs) Um, And now we'll we'll connect with Melody, female cat alive. Any messages for you, Tricia? Melody, what do you want to say to Tricia? Melody notes, dancing around on the page, a, a musical, a piece of music, black and white. And I'm hearing, sing your song, enjoy your music, let it feel your, fill your soul. Um, and then I see like the little snow white bird with little notes coming out of its mouth. Melody, I don't, or Trisha, I don't know if you are a singer, but there's something, um, about music and your connection to music and the way that it, um, can fill you up and, and touch your emotions, but also the bit about sing your own song, which can be either literal or figurative in this particular case, say your words, sing your song. And she's showing, so Melody's showing me, you, Trisha, dancing around, like singing and dancing for yourself, to bring joy to yourself. So she likes when you embrace just being happy for no reason, but being happy and taking in and being joyful with music and just dancing around. She's showing me like, kind of like dancing around, singing. And, and whatever the heck you're doing, <laughs> it's kind of, she gets there, a, a kick out of you being happy. There feels a connection though yeah. to, um, to an expression and on an art form, maybe um, a creativity, let's call it a creativity that's in you that comes out sometimes in private, but a little bit of hesitation to share that with anyone else. You know, like I sing like nobody's business in the shower, but put me on a stage and I'm going mute. You know, there feels like a little um, hesitation to express this joy and this beauty and everything that's inside of you. 
and Melody would like for you to do that, please. Mm -hmm. We all would. <laughs> I love that. We love you. <laughs> um, okay, uh, T is in the house. Teresa, uh, Zena, female cat alive. Um, what does she want or need from me? Okay, first of all, I love that name, Zena. I know, that's fun, right? Very cool. Yeah. I hear stand in your power. And literally, Xenia, Xena, warrior princess, you know, breastplate and boots or, um, you know, laced up sandals. But then all of a sudden they're like Doc Martin, big, heavy boots. And that's a regular uh, part of my toolbox. That's a symbol that shows up a lot for me that talks about being solid, standing in your power. You're strong and you're bad and you know it. But you got to um, know it. And she also, Zena tells me she really would like for you to sit with her and talk to her more about what you're going through. She wants to listen, but um, she shows me uh, your energy sometimes gets a little withdrawn. I don't know if you get really focused on stuff that you're trying to deal with. Um, but she's like, you can tell me. She wants you to literally, she's showing me her like laying across like a, it looks like the side of a bed or a big couch. But sitting there with her and putting your hand on her side and telling her what you're going through and talking to her about um, what you're trying to figure out. I th she makes me feel like you get lost in like trying to figure something out. And she'd like you to talk it out with her so that she feels included. That's what I got. I love it, T. Okay. Yeah. I want an update. All right. <laughs> Debbie, um, panda bear, male cat, alive. Um, he has started to bite me by uh, biting. Okay. So, okay. Panda bear, male alive. But what is he? A dog? A cat? Is he actually a bear? <laughs> <laughs> he's a cat. Sorry. Yeah, panda is a cat. She's he's one of cat. our. Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, panda bear raised. But he has started to bite me. Okay. Panda bear. Okay. I'm just going to say this only because my cat hockey puck started biting me. And maybe this is the reason why it's coming through this way. I raised my cat hockey puck from birth too. He's the reason why I do this. He's my soul baby in spirit. Um, he would bite me when I would get emotionally out of balance. Now, it doesn't mean that I was losing it and throwing stuff across the apartment. It meant I was emotionally not in balance within myself. And I let, would let my emotions get the best of me in some way. And he would get really upset with me and bite me. So the reason why I tell you this, Debbie, is because there's some part of Panda Bear that's no, noticing something that's not in balance. So take a pay attention to what's going on for you when he starts biting you. Check your level of neediness. Check your level of emotional imbalance. Just check yourself and ask yourself, like, what's going on for me right before he bites me? Okay, so as soon as the question came up, I started pulling my hair up. I got really hot. It made me feel like I'm having a hot flash. Okay, so when... We're talking about being not quite imbalanced. It feels maybe a little hormonal or transitional. That's the word that he's showing me. More of a, 
a transitional place in life. And that could be changing jobs, changing relationships, moving house or menopause. But any of these things that are in transition mm -hmm. are making it a little bit harder to completely level out. I seriously feel like I'm rocking in a small boat. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that makes sense. Maybe. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if Anna's just pissed it's so hot this summer in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he needs a fan yeah. like mine, huh? But I, I, there's definitely something about like um, too much of something energetically for him. So that's why I'm saying to Debbie, just check if your emotions, are you really needing him too much in the moment when you approach him? You know, are you just check your own emotional balance when you're engaging with him or engaging for too long with him? And if he's trying to set a boundary in some way for, or teach you about a boundary. They love to do that, don't they? Oh, yes, they do. They love to teach us them boundaries. Okay. <laughs> Do we have one more? Sure. Okay. I'm laughing. Trisha says nobody wants to hear me sing or dance. But yes, they do. <laughs> but he, yes, you're <laughs> yes, they do. Too. We do. Okay. I'm, I, well, I have to be a little selfish. We've never, we've never, we've never, I'm, I'm being a little selfish, but Scotch, male, cat, are you still here with us? And in spirit, are you still you here? Type that into the chat so that you can pull it out of the chat. Look at you. Resourceful. <laughs> Okay, so this one. is your cat, Scotch, yes. male, yes. who is in spirit, but you want to know if he's still with you. Yes. Okay, give us a second. Zippy. Okay, Scotch, what do you want to say to your mamas? Okay, he says, you know I am. <laughs> of course you do. He says, you know I am. But let's see what else he wants to say about it. Um do you often hear like a, a random tapping or rattling in the other room? Sounds like kind of up high, but a little far away. You don't really pay that much attention to it. I, I love how these names are taking me straight individuals, straight into visuals. Scotch is wearing a kilt and doing like um, river dance kind of dancing. And so I feel that there's a tap, tap, tapping that you often think, oh, that's the pipes. Oh, that's the window. Oh, that... That is a sign that Scotch is around in those moments. Pay attention to how you're feeling in those moments because it also feels like he comes out when he feels like you need a little giggle or wants to make you smile. And um, he makes me feel like he was a cat that taught you a lot. Oh, yeah. That he kind of woke you up to some things. And yeah. he's very proud of that, by the way. Really? Well, I'll say he, he's the reason that we started raw feeding. Okay. He's very proud of what he taught you. Um, and he's, he says no regrets. Please, no regrets. He's also a talker. Yeah. He's a talker. One of those that just walks around going, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> okay, so we did come back in Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do use each other to get to you. So... Even if he didn't reincarnate, if he isn't actually Jack, he will be in cahoots because he's showing me that he's in cahoots with at least one or two of your cats, like to get to you. And sometimes actually instigating them into things that you might recognize as something that he would have done. Mm -hmm. Like he's 
egging them on to do something so that you're going, oh, that's something Scotch would have done. And I'm getting chills when I say it because he really wants to bring that home. Oh, wow. Well, he, he's, he's very good at um, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like identical, identical things. Identical yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to do one more just because. Sure. Um, <laughs> you're, are you going to be able to read it? Well, it's 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 I uh, I'm so sorry, guys. I know there's so many comments here, but mm -hmm. I saw for a minute. We'll come back if you want us. We'll come back. We can do it again. God, that would be okay. One more. Oh yes, Jenny. Okay, Carl is my boy. Carl, Carl. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he is here. Um, will he be okay with us bringing a new puppy home? Okay, Carl. Mine. <laughs> I didn't even get that out of my mouth. He's like, mine. Mine. It's like, I will have the puppy. Thank you. Yes. His what? His puppy? He He's telling the puppy will be his. Oh, it will be his puppy? Yes. <laughs> and his you know, I say, here's a random visual, like a dirty old, like out of maybe the Rocky <laughs> movies, boxing training gym. You know, where you've got the trainer and you've got the guy and he's all cut and he's sweaty and he's everything and he's pushing him harder, pushing him harder. Carl is saying he's the trainer. He's going to teach some things. It's going to be hard work to learn to be like Carl, but he's going to do it. And he says, don't be surprised if I have to put the puppy in his place. <laughs> he's giving me one. He's showing me one of these like, but it's. It'll be okay, but I got to do what I got to do, <laughs> is what he's saying. Carl. Carl uh, feels like a, he feels like a baddie. He feels like he can ass. hold his own. Oh, yeah. He's a big, he's a big boy, and he is a badass. Yeah. But I also see, like, the, a puppy coming in, like, being all, oh, hey, you know, innocent and goofy, and Carl's like, mm -mm, TKO, you know? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. And setting that from the very beginning so that the puppy's like, okay, whatever you say, coach. But boundaries are really important to Carl. Okay. So if you're going to bring a new puppy into the home, it, you need to respect his hierarchy. So making him feel important and that he still has his space is going to be really important for this to be a success with the puppy. If you let that puppy run him, run ragged the space, and he doesn't feel like you respect that he was there first, you're going to have a problem. So whether you put puppy in a playpen, like it can be open space, but quarantine puppy off a little bit so that Carl can roam freely. No surprises for Carl about letting puppy take over until Carl says it's okay. So there needs to be some respect for Carl's space and that he's still important. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. And also lots of attention and yeah. extra treats. Like <laughs> he's taking me out for an ice cream cone is what he's doing. That special <laughs> treat because puppies are so much work and they require so much attention and they require so much energy. And it might be easy to say, Carl's got this. Carl's so easy. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Carl wants some attention also mm -hmm. so that he doesn't begin to resent the puppy and all of right. the attention. And so he doesn't yeah. have to punch him again. Yeah. So, and Jenny, does, she trains Carl. Like the treats, I'm just seeing like all the little tricks he does. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm like sure. a, he is like a little puppy. <laughs> He's a puppy <laughs> He's cat. A puppy. He's a puppy cat. Like, right. and the puppy is mine. 
yeah. I will train the new puppy. So Jenny, train yeah. I will train the new puppy. I think Carl would be Carl would be okay with that. Oh my gosh. Uh, so we have kept I, you guys for an hour. Thank you. I love you guys so, so much. Wait, very quickly much. for everyone that is really looking for I um to give you some feedback, to meet with you again. Can yes. you please, uh, again, share with everybody where they can find you? And then obviously we need to book another podcast soon. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay, so first of all, thank you everybody for coming. We loved doing this. We love, love, love helping people understand their fur babies. Um, my name again is Karen Dendy Smith and you can find me, my website, easy, Karen Dendy, D-E-N-D-Y Smith.com. And that's where you'll find me. Meredith. Um, thank you everyone for being here and for sticking around. This has been fun. Um, it's hard to stop once, you know, we get so excited about going. Um, you can find me at my website, MeredithTollison.com. Um, you put the links in the, in the info. So I won't go through all the spelling. That's a whole lot of letters, um, but yeah, shoot me an email. You can find uh, my email, my Facebook, uh, phone number if you want to text me whatever you yep. want to do would love to hear some feedback if you had a reading here today me too. and um you know, would love to hear from any of yes. you if you'd like to learn a little bit more about what we do and how we do it and our instagrams are on our websites our facebooks are there you can dm us text us all the infos there right on our websites and we Absolutely. would love to hear from you and oh thank God, you adrian and jay for having us besties we love you, you. Girls hey, are like guys. literally the best, like the sunshine. You guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here. Yeah, I on just this episode. say, I know I'm a crybaby all, all day, but I just feel this huge gratitude. All of us here are here because we're touched by one of these beautiful beings we get to share our mm -hmm. lives with. And this was a really special moment, I think, for all of us mm -hmm. to share together so yes you guys made it possible so thank, thank you, you so guys much. so thank you guys for joining us on this episode of back in the closet with the two crazy cat ladies and the other two crazy awesome ladies um <laughs> crazy woo -woo hey, ladies. Cat lady juniors <laughs> i love you guys we uh we will definitely book another episode with you guys so that we can do this again um because it was such a great turnout so many people here we didn't get to wow. everybody but again do click the the link in the description um, if you guys want to reach out to um, Meredith or Karen, uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Mwah, we'll and we will see you very soon. soon. Love you guys. <laughs>